Yeah. Welcome back to the Bottom of the Net Podcast. We, we in here for episode nine. Today's starting lineup, we got EJ. Welcome back. Welcome back. We got, up, we got K in the building. We got Kyrie. And you know me, the host, Cam. Uh, we got some we got some great topics. I feel like we're going to have some great debates tonight. So it'll be interesting. But, uh, to start us off, we're going to do our segment, Triple Threat. Let's pick one current player, one all-time great, one EuroLeague or G League player. EJ, start us off. Uh, for my triple threat, I got Traveling Queen, uh, the MVP of last year, I believe, of uh, the G League. Um, I got Stephen Curry, and I got Hakeem Olajuwon, sir. Solid. Okay. We got Mr. Kobe Bean, got Giannis, and his brother Kostas. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Kai. I got uh, Carson Edwards, Yao Ming, and uh, why the heck do I have Yao twice? Carson Edwards, Yao Ming, and uh, Jason Tatum. and Jason Tatum. Where yeah, that's what the third is. Jason Tatum. Uh, oh, I got I got Dwayne Wade. Uh, excuse me to all my Euroleague fans. I don't know how to say bro's name, but CC. Masiji Mikik, I don't know how to say bro name, <laughs> and I got Anthony Davis. <laughs> hey, I think he was like one of the leading scorers of the EuroLeague. Bro's a bucket, but um, hey, those teams are solid. I'm kind of jealous of Cam having two two brothers. They were they're damn near twins. They kind of play like yes, two. sir, yes, sir, <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, supposedly Costas is second center. Costas is back in the A. I think he, I, 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 I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he got signed to Chicago. Not bad. And they, I think I did see something about and that. They was like, yeah, they, they just, they just trying to uh, lure Giannis there. <laughs> he need to Chicago walk more than the line. Yeah, Giannis said he wants to later on in his career he would play back. He would play in Chicago. He said he's open to it. Yeah, you got to get up out of Milwaukee. Milwaukee seemed boring. It looked like there's no, like, life over there, bro. Like, it's just straight hoops. <laughs> what you mean? If you don't know, now you know the Kia boys is from there. I don't know if you know about the Kia boys. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, bro. So, hey. so <laughs> pretty much, this is so off topic. Pretty much the Kia boys was a bunch of young kids. Who pretty much like stole Kia's only because they're so easy to steal. Wow. So they they made a song about it, all that, and they'll like just drive around oh. the city of Milwaukee whipping those cars around, bro, crashing them, hiding them in bandos and all that. So and they was called the Kia Boys. That's even more of a reason why. <laughs> Giannis I don't want to Kia now. <laughs> Giannis not driving. This is more reason why I don't want to Kia. driving a Kia, bro. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way he's driving a Kia. Only only way he got a Kia is if it's like in the backyard and he's trying to be like Blake and dunk over one of them shit. That's the only way. I think it's the only way he got Blake a Kia. Really did. Kia. Yeah, Blake, Blake did really? jump over the hood of a Kia. Shout the out. hood. Emphasis on the hood. The hood. Hey, man. Shout out Blake, though. I think he's going to be a great fit in Boston, especially if Gallinari got hurt for the whole season already. It's a good pickup. Yeah, he's he's solid. Even though his knees is weak and they need some Bengay, I think he'd still be all right. 
I ain't gonna lie, that's not what I thought you was about to say. Hey, man, what's going on over there? I'm about to say, Blake is gonna be a great father. I'm about to say, bro, hey, what you talking about he that? He might be a great father, too, because that might be his kid, bro. <laughs> hey, man, you know, y'all know NBA players. They live wild lifestyle. Uh, Shaq was talking about that the other day when it came to the Boston Celtics coach. He was like, yo, pretty much. He was like, he, Shaq admitted it. He was like, yo, women are thrown at you all the time. Like, it's not crazy to have an affair in the NBA. It's like, there's women everywhere. It's facts. Loaded. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> We're going to uh, transition into our next topic. Uh, I feel like this should be interesting. Who's the Mount Rushmore of the most influential players of all time? EJ, will you start us off? Woo! Right. I hate being the first on shit like this. <laughs> it always makes because I'm like, <laughs> I'm always wondering, like, what the hell everybody else about to pick and shit. Uh, all right, so for me, when I picked this list, it was really more of like, um, I didn't really go too, too far back. I don't know how far back y'all went, but um. Uh, my first player for most inf- most uh influential um I had to put Curry up there. Um Curry got to go up in there, man. When you think of three-point shooting right now, every kid doing it, every grown folk doing it. Fat boys on the court got confidence, man, cuz they shoot, <laughs> they shooting threes like crazy, bro. It's, it's insane, man. Uh Curry definitely Got everybody shooting threes, bro. That's a, it's everywhere you go, bro. You can't you can't say he don't have no influence to the game, man. Like every big dude in the league gotta be able to shoot a three to even really be a threat now, like in this in this day and age, bro, that we playing. Um Terrible. the second person I would say is Dirk. Dirk got that little fadeaway lean back joint that everybody trying to learn. It's like it's an it's an almost everybody um Arsenal now, bro. Almost every basketball player seems like they use it, that shit now, bro. So I definitely say Dirk. Um I'm I'ma say Magic, because I feel like Magic is like the, the beginning of like big point guards and shit like that, uh point forwards and all of that. So I'ma say Magic. And I'ma say my last one, I gotta put uh, KD up there, man. KD, when you think of like a tall, almost seven foot dude who can shoot, who can do everything. Most now, when we, when I'm pretty sure when they're looking in the draft, they're looking for seven footers or near seven footers to do shit like KD or try to be. They they trying to implement KD to some degree. So that'd be my uh, Mount Rushmore, man. You threw me off with that Dirk one, but I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. That whole list will be off. That's why I'm like, I don't know, bro. I don't know who. I, I'm, I'm excited to see who y'all about to pick. The bro. whole list will like, be off after Curry. I ain't going to lie to you. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, let me see. I, I, I feel like most of y'all, y'all probably, I feel like I'm about to hear like a, a Jordan, a Kobe, LeBron, or something like that. But you saying influential? Then that's I'm giving you what I think is influential to the game. I'm not giving you the best players, bro. You know what I'm saying? I respect it. Okay, (laughs) hit us. All right, so for mine, you know, I got LeBron, Kobe, and Jordan. (laughs) You got all three of them. Who's your fourth? Come on, and and Curry. Curry's my fourth. (laughs) Wow. 
It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that you said that because, hey, that's what exactly what I had. Because <laughs> I'm like, Jordan, Jordan's, Jordan influenced a lot of people's games. That's where you get Kobe. Kobe influenced a lot of people's game. That's where you get, like, Devin Booker, DeMar, all these other people. Then you got LeBron. A lot of people idolize his game as far as, like, trying to be well-rounded in everything. Like, you got Luka, which I still don't believe, trying to be the – they claim could be the next LeBron. Don't see that at all. And Curry, like you said, you got everybody shooting out here. Bro, what kid is there shooting from – A, shooting, trying to shoot from the logo, talk about some Curry? No. Like, that's crazy. The, the 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 Michael Jordan and Kobe having both of them in there. I'm, I don't know. That's that's strange to me, bro. Because when you think of like when I'm thinking of MJ, I'm thinking you automatically you know Kobe played just like MJ, so you already know that that's anybody who looking at Kobe somewhere down the line. They was looking at MJ, or they had to go back and look at MJ or some shit. Because even for me, I'm I'm from LA and shit, so it's like, of course I look at Kobe, and Kobe, we got a whole different feel. But then I always, when I as I got older, I had to look back like, like Jordan played just like Kobe, <laughs> same shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm really getting my influence from Jordan. It ain't even really from Kobe, but I can't knock Kobe because that's. He got a whole influence on us like crazy over here. But you know what I'm saying? It's just exactly. when you kinda go back to it, it's kinda that's that's kinda how I'd be looking at it. Like I don't I don't even like Kobe influence but, is big, but it's on a different level. I don't think it's on a level of like I'm looking at his game and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I want to implement. Cause even if you do, you really implement Jordan because that's that's Jordan's game. But if you think about it, you you got Jordan number twenty three. Everybody was gonna wear number twenty three because of Jordan. Everybody's gonna wear his shoes because it's Jordan. It's just like Jordan's more influential than outside of just basketball. I feel like he's yeah for the, he's he's a culture for the culture. There you go. Yeah, uh, Kai, crazy because I got Mike Aaron Kobe. My <laughs> 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 so he, he, he. <laughs> Who's the problem? Look, yeah, tell me, yeah, I got Kobe, yeah. Mike, AI. Okay. You know, I got Steph. You know, I okay. got Steph. Me and I okay. Even. Okay. But look, Kobe, Kobe influence was different because, like, I'm talking about from a basketball player standpoint. Think about, I'm not even going to say so much because of his death, but think about how many NBA players are out here breaking their necks trying to get Kobe's to play in now. You feel me? But I feel like that's that's almost like the go-to shoe in the NBA for real. And then Mike, Mike influence is crazy. Cause I think he has the craziest influence, number one, on the NBA, right? Because everybody wants to talk about the GOAT debate between, you know, like LeBron and Mike and Kobe and everybody. No one, What's one argument nobody ever makes? Every NBA team has a Jordan jersey, though, in their collection set, right? You're not going to see that from no other player ever. I bet you won't. You're not going to see a LeBron jersey. You're not going to see like a Kobe. Well, Kobe jersey different, though. The Lakers do got a Kobe jersey, but yeah. you get what I'm saying. And then mm-hmm. Steph influence. We already touched over it. Got fat boys pulling up from the hash. <laughs> as soon as they cross half court, like. And then AI influence, you know, with the with the cornrows and the tattoos and sleeves and all that. I like so, that. Yeah. So, I like man, that. I like that. Um, I got the same list as Kyrie. <laughs> like literally, play, play, play. 
I got I got Kobe, Jordan, AI, and Steph. Um, for Kobe, the influence—it's not even have to do anything with his game. It's just the mentality. Um, he influences so many players to have a different type of mentality and a different type of drive. Like even when he retired, like it was probably like 2017, 2018. Like he was just giving NBA players challenges, like Yo Giannis go win MVP, Russ do this, and like they was doing their hardest to go do it. Like from a mentality standpoint, it's like yo, like how do I become this? Like how do I get to this point? Like that killer instinct, because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like. There's not too many NBA players in the history to have the mindset like him. Like no matter who you are, what you do, I'm going to always be better than you. I'm always gonna be better than you. I'm always gonna be the hardest worker. I'm always gonna be the best player on the floor at all times. And that's where, to me, he has a huge influence. And definitely when it comes to sneakers too, because in my personal opinion, Kobe's are hands down the best sneaker to hooping. Even before, he, yeah, it's the most comfortable too. Mm-hmm, even before he passed, you seen dudes with. Ew, Kobe collections. So it's just yeah. like that's for it for Kobe. For Michael Jordan, his influence was so huge. Like, yo, bro, people were dead calling you black Jesus while you were still alive. It's absurd. <laughs> and um, I feel like a person I love to compare him to is Michael Jackson. Because Michael Jackson was so world renowned and everybody in the world knew him and loved him. MJ's on that same level, like the way he played, his style, his swag, the baldy with the hoop earring, like it's just like he was that he was that guy, like his jerseys, all that. And back to Cole, back to with Jordan real quick too. It's like teams he never played for retired his number. What the fuck? <laughs> like what? He was giving you forty with his tongue out, bro. Like I'm not crazy. It's crazy. So, like um. So that's it. With Steph, um, he changed the game in basketball. Shooting, three-point shooting has never been this popular or this important in the NBA ever. Yeah. And just in basketball in general, you got, like you said, kids just pulling up from half. When he did the sleep celebration, I've seen videos of kids in, like, the Philippines. They shoot, score, and, like, they'll get a blanket and pillow and sleep, and that's all because of him, you know? He kind of almost kind of is getting Under Armour relevant, like pretty relevant in the basketball community because no one cares about Under Armour, if I'm being honest. But people buy his sneakers. And um, yeah, with AI, he just changed the culture of like, yo, bro, I'm in the NBA, but I'm still going to be me. You're going to see these tattoos. You're going to see these cornrows. You're going to see baggy clothes. You're going to see chains. Like, bro, got his hair braided during a game. Crazy. Like you had little little kids in the stands getting sleeves, fake tattoos, headbands, all that, just to look like you. You know what I'm saying? And I honestly yeah. think he kind of—I know he's not really a point guard, but to me, he's a point guard. Dude was only six three, always had the ball in his hands. Like he changed that position, in my opinion, too, to become more of a dominant scorer as a point guard. Which back then, score like you know, he passed first. You yeah, know, that's uh, true. That's those are those are mine. Now, see, look. When I picked my list, what I was thinking about when I picked my list, I was like, okay. So you know, you know, I already knew it was gonna most of us gonna pick the Jordans, the Kobe's, and all that shit. Cause I know what Kobe did for me, bro. Trust me, I <laughs> Kobe did some a whole like as a, as a child, you you in the you in the in, you in the gym, you turn around, fade away. It's like Kobe. You know what I mean? That's the first motherfucker you think of. Shoot into you, a bro. trash can, Kobe. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> Kobe. Exactly, bro. So it was like I know what Kobe did for me. 
um, influence wise, you know what I mean? But I think when I was making my list, I was just more thinking like where the game heading towards now, you know what I'm saying? Like as a when when people are beginning to draft and shit and what type of players people are looking for now. Like when you yeah. think Curry, of course, like with everything we said, you know, changing the game, shooting threes, point guards almost gotta ha- you have to have that three point shot. Like you almost not really that be- good of a point guard if you don't have that on you or what I'm not saying a point guard can't be good, you know what I'm saying? Without that shit, but you're gonna need it somewhere now. You're gonna have to learn how to shoot that shit because unless you a, a hella dope defender and you you see the slander Ben Simmons be out here getting because this motherfucker don't want to shoot the ball he, at he all. Like, he, like he gets slandered because his three ball is not that great. Exactly, bro. And you see him, you see him trying though. He be he be trying to pull that shit though, but it just don't be hitting like that. But he be trying to pull that shit, bro. Even Russell, Russell, like fuck, I gotta start shooting, bro. Like, I gotta, like you see these house. point guards, they fading away, bro. They ain't got that three, they ain't got that three ball like with the KD uh, body built like players. Like everybody want that now. Like you, you need players. Like that's what people these NBA teams they gunning for, bro. They want that that type of player, like. And I think that's like one of the most popular player to have, even though they they kind of fragile, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's what people be wanting. Yeah. <laughs> they be wanting that shit. Like Dirk shot is hella. That shot is everywhere, bro. Every player doing that shit now, bro. Like it's like a it's an important thing. But he had never he don't get his flowers like that for that shit, bro. And he, his shot is crazy. But not knocking Kobe and Jordan, bro. I know what they done for the game, so I'm not. You know, I'm just saying like. This will be a Mount Rushmore more of like if where I feel like the game is heading to right now or whatever. But like all times, of course you got to put Jordan and Kobe up there. That, and that ain't even up for debate. You feel me? That them them fools did what they had to do. You know what I mean? And and that's that. You you can't even knock that. Like they mentality wise, I like how you explained that. That was because yeah. he definitely had a mentality for sure that everybody kind of followed suit on for sure. My my, I think we need more of that. Not for sure. My honorable mention was KD though, like yeah. that. You know, I'm a seven footer, but damn, best believe I'm gonna do everything on this court just as good as a guard. It is scary mm-hmm. how many guys in the league want to be in that realm, or like even the younger dudes coming into the league, just seeing dudes like I'll take Bobo as a great example. The dude's what seven two, seven three. Bobo could do everything yeah, on the floor. The only thing he yeah. just can't stay healthy, but he can dribble, shoot. Block, pass, he does it all. It's just he needs to stay on the floor. I think uh, the kid from France is going to be like that, Victor. I think he's going to be in that category. Chet would have definitely been under that category if he didn't get hurt so yep. fast. Uh, there's a lot of dudes <laughs> in that category. And um, Giannis is in that category to me, too. Obviously can't shoot as well, but Jesus Christ, he does everything. Dribble, pass, plays defense, all that. He does everything. Yep. And he is getting his jump shot together. It, it's coming back. Yeah, and them fools is like automatic first rounds, bro. Like yeah, you like, like see a player like that, you're like I'm on that. Like I'm I'm I gotta have that on my team. Like it's a must. Yeah. I'm not it's no way I'm not about to have that on my team. So I think a a sleeper influence in a sense is Kyrie in the yeah. aspect of layup packages and dribbling. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah, like yeah, not yeah. like all around Kyrie because you know people don't like what he does off court, even though he's doing good things. But yeah. when it comes to like those layup packages and like how he dribbles, I think he has an influence on a lot of players. Yeah, he's gonna go down as the best ball handler in, in NBA history. Like, oh, that's a fact. <laughs> 
Best late yeah, package can... too, in my opinion. Yeah. In my opinion. Like if you if you had to pick one, like if you had to pick Kyrie yeah. late package or Kyrie handle, it's gonna be type hard to pick for real. Like I'm I'm picking either one the blessing. I'm picking the handles because I got a good layup package myself. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm big. <laughs> imagine imagine the left hand off the top right top right of the glass with the. I little... don't got all that, but I don't got no. Uh, my handles would never <laughs> ever ever be near Kyrie's. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, I trust me. I'll take the handles, bro. Because the way he dribbles, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that shit crazy. That shit crazy, bro. Crazy footwork, crazy. Yo, his footwork is stupid, bro. Yeah, That's the way insane, he bro. the way he maneuvers, bro. It's like sometimes he's in situations where he can't even really like do shit. But he finds a way to like. All right, let me. Always <laughs> in control. I feel like that's an aspect a lot of people it goes unnoticed. Like. Kyrie, no matter what it looks like, Kyrie is in control of the play the whole time. <laughs> like, time. like one that catches, like the one that kills me. Remember, um, was it last year or two years ago? They was playing Minnesota, and he had the chance to hit a game winner, but it looked like he did a um a street like an and one mixtape move where he fell on the floor. Oh, but he did a little thing on the floor. Yeah. On, he yeah. was restricted though, but he that, was in control the whole time. Game, that he was in control the whole time. Like bro, he knew he was crazy. falling and still knew to like I got one dribble and I could get up. Like you get up. How do you how do you process that? Like how does like all right I'm gonna fall, crazy. but I could do this. <laughs> what bro? <laughs> yeah, like, if, you know, if he would have made that by far, that'd have been the best buzzer beater ever. I agree. Ever. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> ever, bro. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> Kyrie Irving, man, stop playing with my boy's name. Um. Next, we're going to get into, um, I feel like I've seen KD talk about this, and I felt like it would have been a pretty good topic for us to talk about. And um, the, the question was, does an array of dribbling moves make your bag deep, or is it the variety in your shot selection? Um, anybody can start. This is really just a discussion. Like, I just wanted to, like, I want to see how you guys feel about this. Uh man. So, uh, oh, go ahead, y'all. Go ahead. You got it. You got it. All right, so like for mine, I ain't really kind of, I I couldn't really choose one drilling or shooting because I feel like if to get you for a variety of shots shot selections, you're gonna need your dribbles. So I'm just like, I feel like they go, they complement each other. You can't say, oh he he he's a good he's a great dribbler. His bag is deep. That that to me that doesn't make sense. You saying he has a variety of shot selections? All right, his bag is deep. What about all just like? Sharp, all pure sharpshooters like they just stand and shoot, catch, catch and shoot. Is that a is that a deep? Does to that make me, you have a deep bag? To me, I feel like why he kind of like I do understand what you're saying. They do complement each other, but I feel like he's asking this because you got players like Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson doesn't need a exactly to have that. Like you know, I could score from anywhere on the floor. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I could take three dribbles, exactly. and I promise you, I I would have twenty plus somehow. So it's just like, I think that question is for players like that, because I feel like KD is the is the perfect mixture of like, I got dribble moves, but I can also shoot from anywhere. So that's why he's like arguably the best scorer of all time. You have a bag. Yeah, like I say, you have a bag. It's 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 a, it's a weird question because it does play hand in hand, but it also like because you got players I don't know because you like you got players like Demar Derozan. That's a good example. DeMar DeRozan doesn't have, like, the huge bag or variety of shots, but he has the variety of, I have a thousand moves to shoot in the mid-range. 
So yeah, yeah. I, I'm a big DeRozan fan, and watching his highlights, I swear to God, he'll cross you ten times, literally just in the mid range and shoot from there. Like he's not <laughs> he's not doing that at the three ball. He can't get to the rack, but when he's going downhill, he's just going downhill. But when it comes to like, yeah. I got a thousand and one moves for you and me on this elbow, this left elbow, and we're gonna have a dance. So it's just like I do understand his question because it's certain players. It's certain players because people don't consider DeRozan to have a deep bag, but I do. I think he's. Yeah. I, I would. I wouldn't consider that. I think his but bag like you is said, crazy. He only works the mid range. Exactly. I think that's why Kim no. is asking that question. I I like um I had a uh what was it a video I did on TikTok like a like a few months ago and um I was telling people that um I feel like LeBron got a bag, bro. <laughs> people was like they like what <laughs> like you what are you serious? Like LeBron LeBron got a bag. Are you like they were really like on me, like like on me about that shit, but then I had hella people agreeing with me too, like and I was like a bag when you thinking of you thinking of a bag right so I, usually when i hear bag i hear uh, i hear kyrie name a lot all the time always anytime i hear like oh you got a kyrie got one of the deepest bags in the game like i always hear his name and i'm like well a bag what what's give me a definition of what you think a bag is like what what do you what is that definition like that's what i want to know because i really been hearing that on tiktok a lot like i hear a bag but i'm like what is a bag and 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 then when you hear this question right here you like like kd talking about the variety of shot selections and then hella dribbling and shit lebron gonna score on you or whatever in a very fast amount of time you know what i'm saying and it's Granted, it's his muscle, you know what I'm saying? He can kind of barge through shit or whatever and just score. But it's not easy to barge through some shit and actually make a soft layup, bro. <laughs> like that's real not quick, easy real to quick, fucking real quick do. to ask you. So since you're going under what? that like that type of basis with Braun, would you consider Giannis to have a bag? I like see, so so when I was explaining it with the, you know, barging through, having a soft layup and shit. Giannis does that a lot too, but Giannis, he gotta have some type of. Uh, to me, I feel like Giannis got a bag, bro, because his post moves is getting him to the rim. He's coming downhill, he's spinning somehow, <laughs> contorting his body, and he making the he making a layup or some weird shit. You like, oh, what the fuck, how you was able to do that? And and he like, like it's a, it's an unorthodox bag. That's what it is. It's very unorthodox, bro. It's, like but it's like he's scoring though. He's finding a way to get to the rim in a fast amount of time, compared to Kyrie can do it and make it look. Are you are we saying the bag on how nice the shit look when you score? Or are we scoring and we just trying to get to that basket as fast as we fucking could? Or how how quick we can get a bucket off, bro? LeBron and, and Giannis, they getting the bucket off, bro, by contorting their bodies in strange ways, spinning. You know what I'm saying? Whatever way, if it's strength, if you're using it coming in with straight strength, but they got the they 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 got the soft touch to hit the layup. You know what I'm saying? Even Melo, Melo in prime, Mello his had a bag, bag crazy, bro. Melo had a crazy, crazy bag. Mellow <laughs> bag, crazy, that's, bro. That's but a, it was true how clean. three level score. Yeah, bro. It's how clean he made it look, though. It was his yeah. how clean he did it was like, damn, like. I think like, how, he, how was he able to do that? Like you know what I'm saying? Like how he just boom spin off you so fast you can't even react, bro. And then he he pull up the jumper <laughs> on you, or he could take you down to the rim 
you know what I'm saying, miss the layup, get the put back, put it right back. You know what I mean? Like it was just it's crazy. I may but my question to y'all is just like what 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 do y'all really look at is the bag? Like what is that? Can y'all explain that to me? I feel like there comes like some biased territory with the bag of like it looking pretty. Yeah. But um, to me, the bag is Kyrie Irving. Yes, like it's <laughs> and all, all the reason I'm saying that is because it goes footwork, handles, variety of shots. I could score from all three levels in efficient ways. And like I, that's the bag to me. Those type of four things, like that's my bag. But it's 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 a preference thing at the end of the day too, because I'm not gonna be mad if I got Giannis and Bron going <laughs> scoring in five seconds, bro. I'm not gonna be mad. At but when it comes to bag talk, when it comes to bag talk, I think of footwork, dribble moves, where you're scoring from. Like, are you are you scoring from everyone on the floor? Are you pulling these moves off everyone on the floor? And that's why it's like. Katie and Kyrie are, are spoken highly because Katie scores from everywhere on the floor with the moves. Kyrie scores everywhere on the floor with the moves to back it up. Braun, yeah. that three pointer is streaky. And yeah, you only got hey, you only got one move. You look at that hand as a bucket. <laughs> you look at that hand as a bucket. Um, but when <laughs> Kyrie, when 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 Braun's going downhill, ain't no one stopping him. So it's just like uh, that area of his bag is is great, but when it comes to like right. like moves and shit and like scoring from like like I don't know, Bron's like a three like I don't know. I, I feel like I never see I don't see Bron shoot middies too often, like other yeah. other dudes. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like mm-hmm. being a three level scorer is big for me in that area. What about um? What about Harden? Like what y'all think? I don't really hear his name get brought up in bag. He he was very. When it came to getting the move off me to the personally, three. Me personally, I feel like he has a bag. Cam's, Cam ain't going to say it. But me personally, as a Harden <laughs> fan, he has a bag. He got hey, a bag, Euro. but it's not deep, but he got a bag. Yeah, I'm with Kyrie. I'm with Kyrie. He can Yo, score it off the uh, line. Nah, real quick, real quick. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. EJ, uh, matter of fact, all y'all. Y'all can name all 10 of his moves right now of how he scores. All three, well, y'all can. Uh, Harden. Yeah. Oh yes, James Harden. Y'all can name all ten of his moves of how he scores. You know um, the clean, clean step back. Mm-hmm. You know he's going to the little slash euro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I can't even picture Free too throws. much mid range from him. No mid range. Yeah. <laughs> like he like, like, don't really play too much off ball, so it's like he's like uh, like I said, I agree with you earlier, Kai. Like he has a bag, but it's not a deep bag. I feel like his bag is shallow, but the bag's there. It works. It, it works. It like right. mm. it works. But Kai. Kyrie don't really have an off ball game like that either. Shit, not a lot of now, players. When it, really work, when, like, when it comes to bag work, I don't care about off ball. Off ball, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I ain't. Yeah, I'm not I worrying about so... that either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, got, I, I, I got, I got, a, I got a quick question though. What's up? What's so, up? what's the, what would be the difference between having a deep bag and just being a bucket? What's the difference? I tell you, look, right. Look, then it's going to answer EJ question too. For real, it's going to answer EJ question too, right? Because I feel like it's really like when when I think of a bag, I feel like it's it could only really be two things in that bag, right? 
The first thing in that bag is is the people that's just physically blessed, like LeBron, Giannis. You know, the people with KD, they got the height to back up their skill play. You feel me? And then the other bag, I think of like people who would be considered average height, like Kyrie. You know, like certain guards in the league who have the ability to get off these difficult shots at such a, a high consistent rate, and it looks so easy to the point where it's like. Bro don't even practice this. Like, this is just something he get out the bed and do. Like, that's how easy it looks. Yeah, but, yeah. but like, I think it, it has more to do with your counter moves. You feel me? When you get uh, back into a wall, how can you get out that wall depending on what, what, how the defender's playing? You feel me? So, I agree with you. Um, one player that I feel like gets left out of this combo a lot is Steph. Steph got a decent bag. I think I think the most underrated one part of his bag is his ability to finish as well. I feel like people don't give him that credit. Like I'm saying, like, no. I think he finishes even if well. you take away the shoe and his touch, his floaters, is that high ass hook. I feel, does, uh, like, real quick, not to cut you off, but I feel like it gets overlooked because the guys he's compared to are the guys like you know because he's really compared to Kyrie and Dame. Like that's the only people in his stratosphere in the NBA when it comes to point guards, and they both finish better than him because Dame gets to that rack and be punching it on people. Word. And Kyrie... Dame really, Dame's really Stephen and Russ if you think about it. He is. And then Kyrie's... Like a combination of both. Kyrie has the greatest layer package we've ever seen. So it's, it's yeah. that's why it gets overlooked to me. But as a hooper, like watching Steph, that boy could finish at the rim. Dope. So that, that uh, the logo shot, like is that a part of somebody's bag, bro? Yes. <laughs> like that logo yes. shot? Because I, I feel like you now you gotta now you gotta respect me from up here at the top. Hell so yeah. now I can really, you know what I'm saying? Now right. I can really break you down and just <laughs> fly right past you because you gotta respect me all the way up here at the top of the key. Like, uh, is that a part of the bag? I, I, think, I, think, I think that's a part of the bag. There's not too many players in the NBA who could do that at a consistent rate. Yeah, there's not enough players who have the confidence to pull that shit, bro. Because if you miss, imagine if you Dave. airball that. Now imagine yeah. if you try to pull from the logo and you airball that. Now what? I think I think right. if we could really name guys right now who do that consistently, it's only Steph and Dane. Every now and then you get Trey doing it. I see Trey yeah, Young do it every Trey now and then. Yeah. But not Jordan Poole's trying to like join. Yeah. Um, who? Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, he's trying yeah. to join in. He had a couple of them in the playoffs. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Cam, you said you was going to one-up me with uh, people we for, who, we, who we forget. Who are you going to say? Oh, I was going to say Dame, but you already said it. Oh, nah, Dame. Like, I feel like Dame has a deep bag. Dame, Dame has a deep I feel bag. Like his, name, his name doesn't get brought up enough. Because people disrespect him. Like, he's kind of like, it's like, it's weird. Like, yo, bro, he's like a superstar. Yeah, his boy. People treat him like he's an underdog. Like, like, yo, bro, we don't care about you. Because his accolades. Actually, yeah. I can't one up you. What, a, I can one up what about CJ McCollum? I feel like he has a deep bag. He's a deep bag. He's been over there. His yeah, deep. We got, we got um, too. I'm going to one up you, though. Know, and I feel like this is really only for like, true hoopers or true basketball watchers. Drew Holiday has a deep bag. Okay. I'll accept that. That's my he boy. He does. He does. He Drew does. Holiday has a deep bag. It's deeper than Harden's. I don't know. Yo. Know. He does. Um, we, we just focus on his defense end, boys. Yeah, I'm but a, he could score. I'm he could score at all levels. I'll tell you, EJ, you have to watch Drew Holiday offensive highlights. 
He's shifty. He's crafty. He finishes with his left hand more than his right. He got a mid-range, and he can shoot the three ball. I'm not going to say it's con- like consistent, but he can shoot it. I was – I was um... – I'm a UCLA fan, so I used to watch Drew in college and shit like that or whatever. But then I remember when he transferred, you know, he went to the NBA and shit like that. He do people do pay attention to his defense a lot. I see that. That's that's the main thing they pay attention to and shit. But I know he can score, but um I don't know. I just feel like he not he could probably do all that shit you saying. Like <laughs> but just feel like he don't he not gonna give me he's not gonna Drew Holiday not about to give me no he not gonna give me no twenty two a night, and I of course he probably not. You probably don't expect it from him, but imagine if he was coming near that every night type shit. You know what I mean? If he I mean, was really on what some. Did he, what did he? Shit. What did he average this year? Seventeen. Yeah, I think it was roughly around the that. The thing, the thing about him, last time he probably really <laughs> he can do it, but he's such a team player. The last time he really went crazy like that when his, he was in Philly alone. Cause yeah. after that, where where he go after Philly? Pelicans. He, he Pelican went to New Orleans. He he yeah, how much he averaged when he was in New Orleans? Because it was just him and AD. twenty one. So he averaged twenty one point two. Yeah, but he was probably feeding AD more at the time, and then yeah. and then Boogie came, so he was feeding Boogie a lot too, obviously. And then yeah, that was his peak. And then going going to, but he's such a team player, and he's like Jimmy Butler to me. Jimmy Butler puts a lot of his uh, energy into defense. X. So it's just like he he's yeah. playing both sides of the floor all night. He don't take a playoff, especially yeah. nowadays in the point guard position. You're always guarding top players. You know what I'm saying? And like when you're going yeah. to, when you're going to Milwaukee, you really don't have to care like about scoring when you have Giannis and Chris Middleton, who's giving you 25 plus. All you have to do, yeah, nah, that's true. All you have hey. to do is score your little 15, and you'll be okay. Yeah, he he in a he in a situation where he don't have to do too much of that or whatever. But I feel like if he when he does, because I've seen him go crazy. Like I know that's what I'm saying. I know he he got that in him because I've seen him go crazy in the playoffs where they'll let him do like they see him yeah, turning up. Yeah, they gonna let him do the shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm like, I feel like he on a team where he's he's allowed to do it. It's not like he's not he don't have to do the shit. You know what I'm saying? He's allowed to do the shit, and I'm not saying he gotta. That's why I didn't say 25, 26, no crazy shit like that. I'm just saying 21 is cool for him or whatever. And he probably don't need to do that for this team because he got Middleton and shit and he played the defense. So I know how tiring the fuck that can get. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like they he's on a team where they will allow him to do shit. Like he can do that. And they'll be like, man, fuck it. We're going to let Drew stay because I've seen him do that shit in the playoffs where he like, all right, this dude going crazy. But then you'll see another night where he just kind of chilling. He ain't really doing too much. Or he just he more he more on the defense end or whatever. And you don't see the offensive side of him and the Bucks kind of fade away. You like it, it, it be some I just feel like some games he don't he can really show up or whatever. And Middleton, me, remember Middleton back when he was playing in the playoffs, he was uh what was it, the year when they won actually Middleton was hella streaky, bro. <laughs> like Middleton was like twenty five until he got to the he finals. Was, he was going crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But that's where it Middleton was very streaky at times, and he was like, "But you know fuck, why? What, you, know what I mean? you know why in that playoffs? You know who their X factor was? Bobby Portis having the random games. He always does that for them. Bobby bro. Portis is going up. Yeah, he always has random games where he just goes off. 
So it's yeah, just he was like going uh, Drew's just comfortable where he's at, but I think if the opportunity really shows for him to have like go go be the number one, like you said, like he he's very capable of it. Yeah. I got I a like question, you. all right? So so does Isaiah Thomas have a deep back? Hey, he's small mm-hmm. and he can score in a lot of different ways. You got a, <laughs> you got a solid little midi too. He can shoot a three from time to time. <laughs> yellow smoke. I think yellow smoke prime though. Deep or? In his prime, he was he was, no, well, he was with think, the Kings. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking both. Like, like he has here. a bag and it's not deep. I th- yeah, it's not. I don't think it's deep though. He has but a bag. I give you that. Yeah. he has a bag. It's not deep though. It's not deep. Yeah. Think about it, bro. Average. He averaged twenty twenty nine. On the Celtics that year. That don't mean you have a deep bag. You have a you bag. You got to, though. At 5'9", that's Jamal what you Crawford. got to have a bag. Average 30 piece, bro. Like, I, I give it to you. He got a sneaky bag. That's what we're going to say. He got a sneaky bag. He got a sneaky bag. What about Jamal Crawford? I was thinking that. I was thinking that. He, he, has, like, a he has a bag, but it's not deep. He has the bag of dribble moves. He doesn't have the bag of scoring. In a sense, if that if that makes sense, yeah, that's, but that's that's what yeah, I get that. That's what um, what he was talking about where he was saying like you need that yeah. balance of it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah, Crawford really can dribble, but he ain't, like, he ain't like his I dri- forgot his some layup packages too. His dribbling got him to his areas though. Yeah, like it got him open. I don't know. It's 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 he's one of those weird ones, and this is why Katie asked this question. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like we're missing somebody big. How do y'all feel about Bradley Beal? Like bag wise, I like I like Bradley. Beal. He, uh, he has it. Deep. I feel like he's yes. I I do. I feel he's like more, he's more in a bucket, bro. You can't just say he a bucket. He's a bucket. That full average like thirty one a a game one season or some yeah. shit like that, bro. He was hitting on every angle, bro. This dude hitting every angle. I'm going. Huh? Who the hell was in DC? I'm going for fifty if I was in DC. Word. <laughs> oh, he said John Wall left. Yeah. Me Birdman hand rub. Feel me? I'm going for fifty. Yeah, that's true. It's it's one of those cases, man. It's one of those cases because it's just like, yeah, you did average 31. I'm going to give you credit for that always. That's not easy to do. But then again, if the ball is in your hand for, like, the whole game, yeah, you better put up 30. Yeah. Who was I don't know. I don't remember who was Kimba to have a bag? Kimba? Kimba got a bag. I was thinking that. That's somebody I was thinking too. Kimba got a bag. Three ball was a little streaky, but he had a bag. He had a good mid range. He definitely finished around the <laughs> yeah, rim. Yeah, the coldest nickname. He, he well, Kimba, think about it though. Kimba could finish around the they rim. Both, it and Kimba both got one of the coldest game winners, bro. One of the, both got one of the <laughs> yeah, coldest game winners. Kimba got a better nickname. Yeah, Kimba. Bro, that's hard. That boy different. Cardiac Kimba. That's hard. That's hard. Paul George. Bag is deep. I feel like that's what we were missing was Paul. I think he has that balance. Yeah. I think he has that balance of dribbling and, and shooting. He's a, tall, like he's a taller Kyrie with defense. Yeah, PG is literally a 6'8, 6'9 Kyrie Irving. With defense. 
Kyrie plays good defense, but bro. He don't got the layup. He don't got the layups, but he got the defense. Nah, PG, that defense. PG, PG got a lay package, bro. But not, like Kyrie, bro. not like Kyrie, but Tomo, why y'all acting like Kyrie don't play defense? I'm like, he Kyrie does play defense. He's not, he's not, he doesn't have Paul George defense. Oh, not PG. You know, Paul George is a 6'8 shooting guard, bro. Like, he's not nothing to shoot a small guard, far, bro. He's that's what I'm player. saying. How you gonna be 6'8, six, 6'9 six, shooting guard? Get out of here. <laughs> Like Jalen Brown, they try to do the same thing with him. I don't think Jalen Brown is shooting. I think they're going to be playing a lot of small ball this year. How tall is Jalen Brown? He's like six seven, six eight. Yeah, I think uh, Paul George top best shooting guard in the league. Uh, I don't me personally. I I don't got nothing to do with Paul George after that three point shootout incident, bro. Like that was crazy. (laughs) <laughs> bro, bro, I, we all could do better than that, though. Keep it a buck. We all, we all could do better than that. Um, yeah. I think the shooting guard position is a little weird, and I don't know. I consider him to be top two, and um, him and D book flip for me. Yeah, I, I like D book. I, 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 I like that debate. It's like uh, people hate D book for some reason. They hate him. I don't know what he's cocky man. He personally though, I'm taking PG over D book. Understandable. PG plays better defense. Man, that that's only that's the only thing that's giving him that. But he's a little bit more inconsistent when it comes to the offense, though. That's it. Yeah, he's inconsistent. Like when Paul George is cold, he's cold. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, back that's so real cold. That's his biggest downfall to his game, bro. When he's cold, he's cold. But D book, D book, he consistent, man. He's consistent. He's consistent. I he, love D book. It's weird, like he, his bag is a variety of shots. He falls yeah, onto that category because his like his dribble moves is okay. It's not like yeah, I'm gonna cross the shit out of you. It's not like that. But it's like he just get open. He's like yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get to my, I'm gonna get to my, I'm gonna get to my spot and I'm scoring. He's one of those. So he's the variety of shots bag. Yeah. I feel like it's like it's just two categories at this point. Yeah. All right, hold on. We, now we let's move on to the big man's that have a bag. AD has to be number one. AD has to be number one. When healthy. Um, I AD, think, you think so? I think it, I think, think I think Embiid makes a great argument to be the number one. Embiid does. Embiid. What about Jokic? Jokic. Yo. He has a great Yo. post game. Great post game. Yeah. His yeah. post game bag is deep. Yeah, he's too. He just doesn't score as like that. He's too slow to have like a, like a bag bag of dribbling. Yeah, he definitely ain't got that. Behind the back, he can dribble though. He can dribble. He can take the ball. I'm not saying you can't, but but he's not. I get what you're saying. Like he's not about to cross you in a dribble. Yo, (laughs) ISO top of the key, ISO. (laughs) You're not expecting. I wouldn't expect. I wouldn't expect my big man to do that though. Um, I'm not. I don't want that for me. The only two people, to... the only can, two bigs. Can, uh... Go ahead, bro. Can I slide? Can we? Can we slide? Uh, Tim Duncan in there. Mm. I thought we was only talking. I'm picking up his footwork, his his pump faking and if catching. We're talking, if we're talking all the time, I'm going Dirk. And you going oh, Dirk? Oh, I was thinking Hakeem. Uh, Tim and Hakeem were the only two like that I could really. I'm thinking of them in the post and them being able to get people to bite on a certain move and then counter yeah. off that. See, but this, this is where I have to go back to it. EJ is just like Shaq. 
Like that's the difference. Like that's just blessed, bro. Physically blessed, like. Bro, but that, like that, I feel like that. That's being physically, being physically blessed, but then knowing how to to make your layup. You know, I mean, finding your Mm -hmm. spots, getting to where you need to. You know, when you do throw somebody out the way, can you make your shit? If somebody jump up at you right after you just threw a dude out the way, like it's so much. Like technical shit with Shaq, like you know what I'm saying. People, you can't just say Shaq was bigger and stronger and everybody and shit like that. Or they was triple teaming this dude, bro. Like, how the fuck was he still scoring? He was getting triple team almost every time you get to the paint. Like, it's a way of how he was doing it to be able to, you know, maneuver through these fools. And, and when he gets there, he know when to throw, you know, body somebody dunk on him, shit like that. You know what I mean, like it's 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 technical. It's, it's you got to get technical in order to to really get to your spots on certain. I feel like with certain players, bro, it's not yeah. it's not as easy as they make it look. They make it look very easy. Like right. Shaq and LeBron and all of them, they made that shit look hella easy, bro. But nah, deepest bag for bigs of all time. It's between AD and Embiid for me though, because they so. they bro they dribble, they score from they, all they can three, dribble, they, they score from all three levels. Yeah. They have post game. They dead ass be crossing people and doing step backs. It's it's kind of crazy. So uh, hey, so back to back to that D book. So you say he has a bag, but his bag falls under like the shooting variety, variety, variety of shots, variety of shots. Okay, so wouldn't what that make him? He I would say he's just a bucket. I wouldn't say his bag is deep. He's a bucket. I'm gonna say his bag is deep because he scores in like all type of shot ways. Like he scores. From like post fades, post ups, mid range, three ball, like I, I don't know, mid like pull up mid range, pull up turn yeah, around mid range. It's it's a lot of yeah. it's a it's a deep variety of shots, and that's why I'll say it's a bag instead of a bucket. Again, so I'm what not, makes what, what makes people a bucket? So is the bag is a bag? This is a weird. The comment. variety the the variety of ways you can <laughs> get a bucket, right? In a nutshell, or yeah. how deep your variety of ways is to get a bucket. Yeah, that's it. Right. It's there. really a how. I think okay. people people really it's about how clean you do it. I think that's what a that, lot of people get out of it. Look, I think, it can't uh, look weird. Real quick though, who is just a bucket? We have to clarify that. Who are players that's just a bucket? Middleton. I would say Bradley Bill. Chris Middleton. Bradley Bill. Definitely just a bucket. Just a bucket. I don't see no bag. Um, I think Brandon Ingram's just a bucket. Brandon Ingram, yeah. I think he's just yeah, a bucket. Yeah, he's a bucket. Middleton kind of favor each other to me. Um, they kind of play similar. He got to be, bro. I'm on the fringe of Clay, bro. He got to be, bro. Cause it's, but you got to think about it. You know what it is, though. It's going to be it's gonna be a shot, though. So he's, like, he's eight just times a bucket. Like, just a bucket. Bag's not deep. Just like, just the bucket, I, I, right? I, even with like variety of shot. Nah, you're right. You're right. Because I'm thinking more. All so would Tyler like, Hero be a bucket? No. Who? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you say? Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. Hey man, I tried to get against some props. I tried to get that white boy about here, man. White boy about here, man. Six man of the year though. I don't know. I think Middleton, That's Ingram, it. the show buckets like, but 
Bradley Bill, I feel like Bill got a bag, though. I heard somebody say, he, who said he was just a bucket? He athletic, bro. I said he was like, a bucket. Bro. I say a bucket. Oh, dropping bro, 30. A, that's, a, that's a bag, bro. I mean, that's a bag to me. It's the way he scored. You got look at his highlights, bro. Like, he doing some crazy shit. He like, this dude yeah, just Bill's, this little. Bill got a bag. He's in the bag category. Oh, so bag, he's saying that. Then we saying, then we saying Russell Westbrook got a bag. Wallahi, brother. <laughs> Stop, it. <laughs> Stop it. I don't know why that was... <laughs> Stop it. I don't know why that was funny to me, bro. Stop, Stop, Stop it. Just Stop it. So is Russell a bucket, dude? He's a bucket. He's a bucket. He doesn't have a bag. Russell's a bucket. He doesn't have a bag. Like, we're all... Oh, so. What about Zach Levine? He, he's a, he's, he got a bag. He's a bucket. He's, he, he's borderline. He bag. He's more bucket than bag, but... I think he a bucket. I think he a bucket. Shit. Wow. Very, very, very... <laughs> I feel like he's right there in the middle. So he's on the, we go he's on the fringe? All right, no, so no, real quick, like though. Like real right quick, there. real quick. Since we're saying this all about everybody, how do y'all feel about DeMar? Bag. I feel Bro, like DeMar's bag. a bucket. <laughs> nah. I feel oh, like he's a oh, bucket. Like, like you said, he has those moves in the mid range. Demar Derozan but for me, me. I feel the, like Demar Derozan for me. Deep bag. You gotta think yeah, about it too. though. When he, when, when Demar bucket. got you on that island in the mid range, bro. You, I know the defenders is out there. Like I know the mid range is not this big, bro. Like it just feels like <laughs> it's just all this space out here. Like, it's, like you gotta think about that. Like. Like yeah. damn, you really on an island, bro. No man. Yeah, no, he, I think I think he got a bag. I think he got a bag for sure. He, um, he deep bag. I don't know. I'm in between if he have a deep bag or not. Because I'm like, I feel mm-hmm. like Demar is really crucial when they come to that that post for sure. Like he gonna he gonna get you in that post and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm way, shit, but, I don't know. I feel like he. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm in between. I can't pick, bro. I can't pick. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. I say he a bucket. Why do you Damn, say he's he a, bucket? He a bucket? Explain. Because I'm just like he getting buckets in one spot. He's not going. He's not going further out. He's only going that mid section in. That's a bucket right there. Man, he definitely said more. All the game winners. All the game winners. Three balls. Ten. Three balls. Despite the ten little three balls. This man's a bucket in the mid range. I think it's a bad. But think about I how think difficult a... those shots is he's taking, and then how clean it just goes in the rim. Like, think about that, though. That touch, okay. So that what about Kobe? Then is something that's lost Kobe? in this game for us. What do you mean? What about Kobe? So is Kobe? A, does Kobe have a bag or is he a bucket? Kobe's the he's a he's an NBA goat, bro. Like yeah. he just we gonna leave Kobe. Yo, Kobe is. One or two, however you want to put it, the greatest scorers of all time. If y'all want me to elaborate, I will. He might be one no, of the I don't think you got to do that, man. I will, I will have a whole, <laughs> whole five-hour five conversation of why he's number one best scorer of all time. <laughs> I will, I, I'm dead ass. No, like I, we, we don't need to, buddy. <laughs> we already know who's coming right up. And this is why KD is number two. <laughs> Nah, I like I like um Kobe for sure. I think Kobe got a bag, bro. But if he putting in in the comparisons of Demar and yeah, Kobe, it's like them, yeah, them two totally different players, bro. And then you gotta start talking about all the other shit that Kobe could do ten x better than this dude Demar. But 
Demar, if we just talking, I think I think he got a bag because it's a skill of like how he like he like what well, um Kai was saying like it's a you got to be able to 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 really like put people on an island and it may you making them feel like damn I'm, are we at the three point line yet like <laughs> you know they feel like hell <laughs> we still in mid range like shit crazy bro like he, he, really, he really do that. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> I'm, crazy, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Duros fan, so I'm gonna say deep bag. Yeah, we gotta do a segment now, bagger, bagger bucket. Yeah, we definitely got two bagger, that bagger bucket. bucket. I love it. Bagger I bucket. love it. Yeah, we, we we could do that another time. Uh, we gonna tap into the last topic of the night, which I feel like should be a good one. Um, it's a nice discussion. Um, how do you guys feel about you know? Do you think other countries are finally catching up to America in the game of basketball? I think so. I feel like people watching, Thanks. people paying attention, bro. They and then you you just had the Warriors out there up in Japan and shit, bro. That was like, you know what I mean? Right. They they looking at us like we gods or something. <laughs> they, they looking at the American players like, damn, they really out here. Like it's a big deal because they probably. Late nights having to watch them games, bro, in a whole different time zone watching these, you know, Warrior games, and, um, whatever, all so NBA like teams. A couple of days, to, like a day behind or something. To elaborate, yeah, with exactly. the question, to elaborate with the question, and not just from a viewing standpoint, because I think basketball is a top three most popular sport in the world now. From a, I'm, I'm asking, I guess, from a playing aspect, as a competitive aspect when it comes to, like, players coming to the NBA or even, like, uh, the Euro Cup. Or the World, I mean, World Cup, or that, the Olympics, or mm-hmm. shit like that. From a playing aspect, yeah. do you feel like they're catching up? Oh yeah, for sure. I think they are, but you know, oh, go ahead, go ahead, you got it. I was gonna say, I think they are. I think, I think they've caught up in the aspect of like the fans. You feel me? Like, like. Like their fan bases out there during those games is crazy. You see, you see players from the NBA go over there check out games all the time, and they'll be like, "We don't got fans like how they got their fans in the stadium wilding right now." Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have none of that. But like when it comes to like athletically and skillfully, it's tough because you hear NBA players all the time say it's easier to score in the NBA than it is over there, and like so that to me doesn't make sense as well. So. I'm sort of kind of on the on the on the border of both. So, um, yeah, I think I think they be saying that too because they um, and I think they rules are a little different. I hear like they got different rules in they in their, in the Euro League and shit like that. So like, um, I, I'm not gonna get into the rules and shit because I don't really <laughs> I don't really know rules like, like you could be way more physical over there and like they they got different rules, but I know you could be a lot more physical. Yeah, they rules are different. I think that's why they be shit. Nah, their rules is what we need in America. I think I, no. It, see, see, and I agree with um. Even I was watching. I don't know if you guys know who um Devin in the lab is. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yep. what league it it's in, but it's somewhere in Europe where if the ball goes out, that team does not have to wait for the ref to take the ball out. They run out, get the ball, and continue to play. Oh. I like it. And yeah. I don't know if I, I seen it on Instagram, but if I can find the video, I'll send it to you guys and repost it on our Instagram. But imagine, and it definitely to me keeps the game like that same pace. Like there's no slowing down. Like there's no, mm-hmm. like, none of that. It's like, yo, if the ball goes out, 
and say I'm taking it. I could run to the ball, grab it, and just toss it. Kyrie could go score. Y'all could go score. But from a player standpoint, I think the world is catching up to America. Because let's look at the MVP award for the last three years. It wasn't an American player. That's a fact. It was, it was Jokic. It was Giannis, uh, DPOI, uh, Rudy Gobert from France. Uh, then yeah. you, you got Luca taking over the league. He's he's not from here either, and just like watch next MVP, next MVP potentially. Uh, you have a bunch of younger European dudes entering the draft and being high draft picks. Like Victor is honestly the number one pick of the draft coming up as of right now. Yeah, you know he's you know what I'm saying. So I think from a talent standpoint, I think they're definitely making a huge step. Because even if you look at the Olympics now, the Olympics and the the Euro Cup and all that, they're so much more competitive now. Like it's not it like is. it's not like America's just going there dominating every team. No, some countries no, are putting true, up bro. a fight, and these games are close. And I think it's a beautiful thing to see. Um, even going down to a high school as a uh, high school point point of view, Bronny and Sierra Cannon went to the UK and lost. Man. They lost to a UK team. And those those kids beat them, and like I just think from a standpoint of like basketball, since it's becoming such a world renowned sport, one of the most popular sports in the world, I think for sure that the world's catching up, like no doubt about it. Yeah, and um, oh, definitely. To piggyback off of Kyrie earlier, like I think we should implement their rules at Kyrie and Cam. I think we should implement the European rules and try to get like their type of fans because their fans are way more like just way more into the game, like. The chants, the crowds, like the flares, the flags, like the pride, like it just Yo, the flares is crazy. Nah, you can't bro, do that like... in America. You can't do that in America. <laughs> you shut it, you got to shut it down. Now it's in the palace all over again. Yeah, shut it down. It's like, like why don't we have especially in New York? Yeah, why don't we have chants? Why don't we have like so much like? Because since like their rules are different and like, and one thing I like about European basketball better than American basketball, it's not just iso ball. Like it's a team team game and that's why it's so competitive like they're playing defense their offense is going through everybody like if you look at the statistics for the euro league the highest score is only averaging like 18 points a game yeah that's crazy yeah compared to the nba where where dudes like a statistic to be you're one of the best iso players in the league like that's a good thing in the nba and i don't like that i miss those Team basketball aspect where everyone's playing together. It's like a full-blown, close, competitive game the whole game. And the only time that player takes over is the fourth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like like basketball has gotten a little different, too, because, you know, like back when we was watching it, and you was constantly seeing the Warriors and Cavs in there, back to back to back to back, and you like, like damn, this shit boring, bro. <laughs> like you see the same team like every right. time, bro. Like yeah. shit is annoying. Like, but I think they getting a little better with like certain things, like with the with the whole James Harden, uh, where they you know James Harden getting hella foul calls and shit because of that little. Um, I think that's the little hook arm move he be doing and shit when he driving in and all. They took that out of there. You see James Harden game kind of de- decrease a little bit. Or whatever. So I, I feel like they're beginning to take away certain rules and shit. Defense becoming a little bit more forefront. And, and NBA, kind of like back when the, with the, the 80s and 90s, not to that extent, though, but I feel like I think early you're beginning to see. Yeah, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah, like 
I feel like it's beginning to get a little bit more on that because I'm beginning to hear more about like elite defenders and shit like that. But in you know the past few years that basketball went by, you wasn't really hearing too much about like who was the elite defender and shit like that. But now it's becoming a thing now. You know what I mean? So I think they are trying. I don't think they're trying to grab rules from the Euro, but I think they're trying to take a little slide out their playbook when it comes to certain shit because they they realizing like. This this is what basketball is really all about, and we ain't trying to just see somebody dropping fifty every game and seeing the same teams winning over and over and over again. Of course, you got star players. You still want to see the Currys and the and the Lucas and all that, but you do want to see these defensive players get their flowers too, bro. Like Herb Jones, I guarantee you, like nobody would have ever been talking about him like that. But I feel like he was getting praised like mug of. Uh, the season that just passed, and now people mm-hmm. looking at the Pelicans like they're threatening. Even on with the point guard, of, the point guard too, Jose Alvarado. Yeah, Jose Alvarado. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. People like beginning to really start paying attention to defense a little bit more, and I think once they start doing that, and the more that happens, you're gonna start seeing the, the game change a little bit, and you're gonna start seeing defense becoming more important thing. And what you wishing from the Euro League and shit like that, and hoping that the rules change. Who knows? You might you might get. A that with some of these defensive rules, man, because it's we I feel it. like it's it's gonna change the game up a little bit, bro. Because it's it's getting it. different though. I see the change. I think we need it. We talked about it last episode, and I was jokingly saying like, allow players to hand check again, allow players to get more physical yeah. with ball handlers. There's no way <laughs> someone for sure should feel so comfortable dribbling the ball like the whole clock, the whole shot clock out. Nah, exactly. man, I don't want to see that. I feel like I feel like when they got a chance, for real. I'm all for the aggressive defense. You feel me? But I'm not a fan of when when you, when they're shooting the ball and they do that little leg kick out shit. You feel me? Where they kick their leg out at the defender yeah, and like they that. try to say he didn't give him a landing path or anything. I'm not a fan of that though. Like that. Yeah. You feel me? That's how yeah, certain good. players that do that though. Nah, a lot of NBA players do that low key. Yeah, that's becoming a thing. I know. Want to do it? Curry was doing it for a little bit too. There's some players like where they just, I don't know. I don't know. But I do think, and you know, you guys know how I feel. I think the NBA needs to become way more competitive and way more physical again because the skill level the NBA is at is is all-time high. But it doesn't bring us the quality of the game to watch as a fan because there's no competitive aspect to it. It's like you guys are going out there and just one-on-one in the whole time. Yeah, I want to see like we, like EJ say. I want to see these elite defenders really get a chance to 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 put their defense out there to really be physical to really be there on the ball the whole time. Like it just makes it so much better. It's like all right, how is Luca, one of the best ISO players in the league, about to score on a physical Kawhi? Like where I get to hand check, I got to be on like how like how much how good are you really with scoring? I feel like we're not gonna be able imagine. to. You know what I'm saying I feel like we don't get to see that. Yeah, that's true. Because I'm mad, like Drew Holiday. They changed that rule. I I gotta see Patrick Beverly when they oh, change that rule. I, I think, gotta see him. I think he'll become a better he's defender. Be dogging. He's gonna be dogging them, giving them hell. But I think it would just be more more nice to see as an NBA fan, like to see these top ISO scorers with more physical defense. Because if you got a guy like Luca, right? You've been playing pro since he was 15. 
came to the NBA and was killing right away. And he was generally like, yeah, nah. Like, scoring here is so easy compared to the Euro League. Like, yo, I could do this in my sleep, which he's pretty much showing us. Like, something ain't right. Something needs to be fixed. And I've seen it. Like, yeah. it, it, I seen a TikTok the other day of, like, certain dudes. It's just like, saying, like, yeah, like, scoring in the NBA is light work. <laughs> scoring in the NBA is easy. Yeah. I don't like that. We're supposed, yeah. to, we're supposed to be the best league in the NBA. I mean, I see the best league in the world. That's the best league in the NBA. Best league in the world. <laughs> it shouldn't be this easy. Yeah, that's crazy, though, because it's like Lucas saying that shit, but it don't amount to them championships. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. shit ain't amount look, to that shit. I just found a TikTok. It's, it's quotes from certain NBA players. Giannis, super physical, scores probably 30-plus every night. He said playing in Europe is way tougher than playing in the NBA. Yeah, and yo, know, playing for you should be easy anywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, for, Luca, obviously, I feel like Luca did say Luka, that. Luka, I feel like if we were to change, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Luca says scoring is easier in the NBA. Kobe Bryant said European basketball is more physical than the NBA. And Damian Lillard, and I remember this year, it's the year he did the Olympics, he was having a tough time scoring. And, you know, Damian Lillard said it makes scoring harder when you play with FIBA rules. Yeah. I mean, it's just better to see to me. But what you was about to say, Kay? Wait, so the FIBA rules, that's what they play. They play with that in the Olympics, right? Yep, they play with FIBA rules. So why don't they just bring that into the U.S.? It would only make sense. That way, when you're going into the Olympics, they're all they're all playing the same game. We're America. <laughs> we try to be different, we're special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, like, like just imagine oh, I'll, this is a match made in heaven with FIBA rules to me. Imagine getting to watch Giannis and KD go at it all game and getting Giannis gets to be physical with KD. Yeah. Giannis going to bully KD. Imagine that. Tearing that man up. I, and then, this is like, to me, it's like, all right. Katie, let's see if you're the scorer you really are. Yeah. They get to put hands on you, little kid. Yeah, let's see. You know what I'm saying? Let's see if that guy uh, really. Bron a couple years ago with Kawhi now, or, you know what I'm saying? Kawhi and a Bron matchup. How is that going to go? Because Kawhi's strong as shit, and so is LeBron. Yeah. Hey, We've seen that in the finals. They don't get to use their full capabilities against each other, in a sense. Because it's like whoever's on offense has the upper hand. And this is where I kind of applaud good defenders in today's game. Because you have to be such a great defender with barely touching someone. Yeah. yeah it's it's going to be cool, though, to see, like, how they try to change this shit. Like, you know what I mean? Because I know they see the they see all this shit that we're talking about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But this is like they're going to have to make those changes gradually. Time, time go by and they... Constantly seeing dudes putting up big numbers. Eventually, they're gonna have to start looking. And when you see all these Euro players saying shit like that, and they in a, they the front of the league, like most of these, a lot of these Euro players, like Giannis and Luka, they the top dogs in the league, man. Shit, like it's easy. They gonna eventually have to take, you know, what I mean, what they saying and being like, okay, cool, we might have, we might have to change this up, or we might have to fix this and shit like that. You know? Like I remember, like I feel like it will. Go ahead. Oh, I was about to say, I feel like it's only it'd only be like a handful of players if they were to change that rule that can still go out there and just like go out there and get a bucket. And I feel, I'm, 
right off rip, I feel like Kyrie's one of them. Just yeah, based off yeah. of last season, him getting more physical. You don't, you don't think he would do it? Kyrie's killing no matter what. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's killing no matter what. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know what the, you know what two positions are gonna change drastically if the NBA went with FIBA rules? Center and power forward. I think they go back to being traditional. Back no, to the basket and I missed it. I think they I think both of those positions go back to traditional positions. See the thing is, I, I don't it. think they, I don't think they would do it because they wouldn't. It's entertainment wise, like it's kids who like to see the three ball. You know what I'm saying? So they want you people st- to score. You can still you know play I mean? like, like that. A- you can still play like that because I, I pay attention to you know your the Euro League a bit. You can still play in that aspect, but just know there's going to be more defense. Yeah. And I feel like that's going to inspire the youth to like, oh, this is going to give me, I, you know, watching this. Now I have the drive to play defense. I have the drive to mm-hmm. win. I have the drive to be hungry. Because, like, you watching and, you know, EJ, we had a convo on the side of, like, why you should pay attention to a year league more. And I think this is one of the yeah. reasons, to like, to witness this, like, these guys really com- competing. Like, those games, they're like 86 to 83. 90 to 86 it's not no high scoring game it's a game of like full team offense physical defense of whole battle throughout and i think that's just so much better to watch from a from a fan standpoint instead of going to a game where it's like all right blow out all right my team's smoking them all right this guy's about to have 50 (laughs) and like you just so you so my bad to cut you off do you so you don't like when you see a game it's like 130 to 100 40 or some shit. Like, you don't like seeing them high. Nah, because like it's that. all scoring. I'm a fan of defense. I want to see y'all battle. Like, growing, yeah. growing up, one of my favorite playoff series was always seeing Kobe and uh, Melo go at it in the early 2000s. Yeah. Because they was, they was banging each other up the whole time. And that's just the close games. That's just what makes it so much better. So, if I go to an NBA game and I see, like, it's close the whole way through physical defense and like you just don't know who's gonna win i'm gonna enjoy that game over like just straight up offense i'm gonna enjoy that game yeah. more yeah no i i i like defensive games though i also I, I love defensive games that's the air i grew up in is shit that's you know i mean i don't care but i do understand why a lot of people like, you know what I mean? They like that high scoring shit, you know what I mean? A lot of scoring. I understand because it's like, you know what I mean? Who don't want to see a chance to see Zion coming down the rim, dunking nonstop and shit like that? Like, I think kids like that type of not shit. And that's not to cut you that's off. That's what they catering to. Not you to know? cut you off. But, and I'll take this as a perfect example soccer. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people love it so much? <laughs> Because it's not it's a good question. Man. It's not. High, it's it's not high scoring. Yeah, it, it ain't that for sure. It's it's not one player killing the whole time, like all the all the people who nowadays like to see. It's not. But when it comes to soccer, you know you're only getting one to two, max three goals a game. And there's also an aspect of the whole team has to play well for me to win, for our yeah. team to win. This whole team has to work. And soccer can get physical, especially in the Premier League. The Premier League is really physical. And at the end of the day, you never know who's going to win that game. It could be anybody's day. Yeah. And that's what makes it so much better. Say it's like it's like um, 
Like Liverpool and they played uh, Brighton today. Brighton is supposed to get smoked. Like Liverpool is supposed to smoke Brighton. Brighton was up 3-0. Yeah. <laughs> you know you, you, but that's what to, to me just makes a better game. Now imagine that NBA was more physical and more defensive minded and more team like team minded. You got the bottom of the bottom of the Eastern Conference with the Magic, and then the top team in the West like the Suns. Imagine that type of game. Next year, you know, no, Orlando, Orlando Magic pull it out. It just yeah, just, no, I just, like I like that. It just seems better to watch. Yeah. I mean, think about it though. That's like that's like. You remember when when the Rams played the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and it was like it was the 50-50 point game. Yeah. Of course, for an offensive standpoint, that was entertaining to watch. But in all reality, them defensive coordinators should have been fired. There's no way a team should be put up. <laughs> nah, you feel me? You get what I'm saying? So it's like, see, like I agree with you because as a real fan, like you're a real fan of the NFL, so it's just like, nah, this defense is horrendous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, but that's that's for me. Like when I'm watching like college football, because I never really care for college football. Like, but I always like you know when the top tier dudes is playing. Like whenever Cam and uh, Reggie Bush and all of them fools was in there playing and shit. Like I used to love watching it. But though when those games when it was like them championship games, they were always like good defensive games. But like regular season games, where you seeing like Jordan and these weak ass teams and they destroying these. Trash teams like sixty, seventy to zero. I don't, I don't want to see that, bro. Like I, I grew up watching the Ravens and Steelers play hard knock defense. You know what I mean? Um, Games is ending. Those were every Detroit. You know what I mean? Those are the best mm-hmm. games, bro. Looking at like a score of like thirteen to ten, like but a lot of. But uh, I understand a lot of people did not like that shit, bro. <laughs> like a lot of people in the NFL did not like that shit, bro. So it was like when you went. You know, you got pure, you know, hearted fans who really understand defense and really love watching a good defensive game. But then there's a whole set of other fans just like, yo, we want to see some more scoring, bro. That game was boring as hell. I don't want to see that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like hella, it's hella people who kind of like, they in between. Like, they don't, you got people who love, you know, who really love the game and they really want to see some defense. Then you got people who love seeing high scoring games and shit like that. And I think that's, it's it's a it's a middle ground there on like what are they gonna do to 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 like stop that because it's so much it's so much in the middle and you, you got to find a place where to meet at you know what I mean mm-hmm. I, I just don't know where that place is at at this current moment but you know what I mean it's it's gonna be it's gonna like I said I feel like they're doing little things to change it but I don't know it, it, we we just gotta wait back and see man yeah I don't know we'll see but that's a wrap. Thank you for everybody for tuning in to EP9. And stay tuned. Sure. Stay tuned for EP10. I think we're going to be doing something really special. We're going to have a special announcement throughout throughout the week on our Instagram. So stay tuned. But that's a wrap. <laughs>